Hello, and thank you for listening to Good Girls Behaving Badly. I'm Sydney. I'm Shanae. And thank you for listening again. How was your weekend? No. How was your weekend? So, basically this weekend I found out all my friends are big fat liars. It's like, um, I had a surprise party thrown for me by my friends. They lied to me all week. Um, but it was really fun. Um, happy that all my friends could come, turn up, eat. Then I went to the strip club. Stripper stepped on my foot, but it's all good. I love a big booty hoe, you know. So. You called her a hoe? That's how the song goes. Oh. (laughs) I was about to say. (laughs) You don't believe in hoes. I sure don't. Um, so. I think that's all I did. That was Saturday, right? Yeah. What that was I, yesterday. What did I do Friday? Oh, uh, just went out to eat for my birthday. But, um, so yeah, my birthday, was, I mean, this weekend was just all celebrations and fun. And I just appreciate all my friends for lying to me all week. Um, how was yours? <laughs> that don't really sound like appreciation. <laughs> to say I appreciate them lying to me all week. I do. That doesn't, I mean, just say thank you. For giving me a lovely surprise. You can't even say it right. I did. Thank you for lying to me all week. Like, come on. I appreciate it. Ugh. How was your weekend? I mean, half the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I had a good weekend. I was out Friday. Obviously, I was at the party. Um... I was a friend who lied, and I don't have no qualms about it. <laughs> um, and I'm about to go out of town for work, so I've just been getting stuff ready for that. Yeah. Because it's a long trip. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Yeah. And, like, so, me, I don't usually... Well, I say I don't celebrate my birthday because, you know, in previous years, my birthday hasn't gone as I planned or to my liking. We'll say it that way. So, I just... I don't even tell people my birthday, really. So, Honestly, you listeners are privileged. So You <laughs> have never said that. I've yes, always, I have. I don't remember you telling me why. Like, you would just say, I don't celebrate my birthday. I don't celebrate my birthday. Oh, yeah. And I feel like you would never tell me why. Because it never went how I wanted. So. But you never said that. Because for And I understood. Because make people feel bad. I don't feel like... No, but I feel this. I mean, hello. <laughs> For me, it would have been. I absolutely understand. Mm-hmm. Been there, still there. It happens every year. Someone lets me <laughs> down. So I get it. I'm actually not celebrating my birthday next year. See, Jesus, no. See, look at this. Look how the tables have turned. Uh, after this year, I was like, you know what? Next year, I'm either going on a trip by myself, or I'm going to go to a nice restaurant. By myself, so that I could just eat what I want and be done. So, but you never said that. You would just say, "I don't celebrate. I don't celebrate." You never would say why until just now. Now I get it. Now I understand. And now she's trying to pull a me. If you want to call it <laughs> that, I'm not celebrating birthday next year. I'm gonna celebrate it alone. And I'm gonna just crash it. So I'm gonna celebrate it alone because Sinead don't let herself down. Amen. That's self-love. I'm going crash to you. Well, whatever. Watch. She only want to say she going out to eat by herself. I'm just going to pop up at the table. Hey, girl. You won't, you won't know where I'm going. Try me. I'm going to pop up. Watch. For the whole glass of wine. Like, oh, hey, I was just sitting in the bar. I was waiting on you. 
That's stalkerish. <laughs> so, you know, nothing wrong with being a little stalkerish sometimes. <laughs> so, anyways, what's our media for the week? Uh, so, um, I'm just gonna kind of follow up on some of the stuff we've been talking about. I'll start with Nicki Minaj and Remy Ma. She did, uh, I guess, release a response. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she did some other songs as well. Mm-hmm. Now, she got criticism because one, it had features. Right. Um, which I understand. I think the song is okay. Uh, did it go as hard as Remy? Right. No. Right. Um, but let's be clear, it was never going to. Right. I don't. I mean, I don't know what people expected, but I never because it took so long. I never expected, and now we know she had to coordinate studio time. Like that's why yeah. it took so long. Right. 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 But um, I didn't think it was something that significant. Mm-hmm. And then she. You know, made a statement, this long statement on Instagram. I'm going to pull it up and read parts of it. And the reason why I'm team Remy at this point is because I just feel like Nicki Minaj isn't humble enough for me. Mm. And so I get annoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, so she just talked about um, diss records can't be lies. D- great diss records are facts. But here at Young Money, we don't do diss records. We drop hit records and diss you on them. I got a bunch, a bunch more on Cook. Um, the greats took three months to respond to diss records. Queens don't move on peasant time. You know what I mean? It was yeah. stuff like that. It was very like, okay. And so my response to that is like. You shouldn't even resp- either respond. Don't be, don't try to have an excuse for why it took you so long. Right. To me, she was better off just dropping it. And just being done with it. Don't answer about the fact that it's features. This is it. This is my response. Right. Be done. Like, this made it seem extra. And, the, and it was annoying. My thing about saying, like, the greats took three months to respond because, okay, they did. But that was not in a time of social media. So, like, the track didn't get shared and, like, you don't get people's reactions as fast and as much as you do now. Now, things move too fast, so you got to move fast, too. You got to adjust with the times. And that doesn't make them, that that wouldn't make you, like, it makes you look bad when you don't. And so, it's just like, all right, Nikki, whatever. Like, right. it was like, every, like, it's like she released it and everybody was like, girl, bye. Like, basically. Right, and then she was saying she had, a, I think, 72 hours to respond. And if it was a hit, she would give her, like, half a million or... Jesus. Something and that's like just, that. Just throwing and I just felt around. like that's just like that's I don't just felt like, oh, get over it. At right. this point, she's just I feel like if she's always gonna toss around first of all, I'm gonna keep saying this, they're different type of rappers. Right. And I feel like you cannot compare them. Maybe you could compare old Nikki with Remy, mm-hmm. but who Nikki Minaj is today, no. I don't feel like you can compare that to Remy Ma because Remy Ma's not looking to be a pop artist. Right. It's not looking for that. Do you know what I mean? Right. So I just think it's always different. And then Remy Ma got some flack when she did an interview on International Women's Day talking about she doesn't condone the, the uh, you know, breaking down of other females. She mm-hmm. would have preferred it to be more peaceful, to actually work together. And it was kind of like, would you after you write all that? Right. So she, got, like she got some flack too. You know what I really think? I think that... I do 
I do believe Remy Ma when I when she said that Nikki was like calling people mm-hmm. to get them not to play her records or mm-hmm. she can't be on certain. I absolutely believe she would do that just mm-hmm. by the way she handled this beef. Right. That's she true. absolutely will call for backup mm-hmm. and not do it one on one. So I believe it and I believe that's why she said what she said in that song. Mm-hmm. It wasn't nice, but she did it. I think Nikki will not I think it's at the point now and I understand it if you don't have to do it by yourself, why? Right. But I think as Charlamagne would say, like for the culture it's kinda whack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. for hip hop, it's kinda whack to be like let me call people. Let me get help. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then if you're so successful, you wouldn't need all that. You wouldn't need to call people to say, don't play her records or whatever. It wouldn't like, matter. It wouldn't matter. Right. And like. So you felt threatened. Remy's career, you know, aside from her being in jail, hasn't been super successful. Her albums, you know, haven't been the best. And so it's like, you are you feel threatened over someone that honestly, I mean, yeah, she's a better lyricist. But as far as, you know, career success, she she'll shouldn't prob- be a right. threat. And she'll probably never catch up. Right. So I feel like why, to me, to be like, I'm a queen, I don't wait for peasants. To me, I'm a queen, I don't care. Right. I'm not going to stop them from playing a song. Keep playing a song. Right. That's fine. I'm getting more press too. And it's I don't not care. taking nothing from That's what I'm saying. doing. That's what I'm saying. It's right. not taking anything from me. It's not doing, you know what I mean? So I just feel like... It don't make sense. On the one hand, she want to act like, oh, I'm above it all. But then you're, like, making moves to try to take her down. And it's like, if I was Nicki Minaj, we could keep going back and forth. Mm-hmm. doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Because in my mind, you're never going to get to my success level. Right. So, okay. And then another thing. How you give her, say, she if she can respond in 72 hours, you're going to give her half a million. When you took, like, a week and a half. I know. You like, took girl. your sweet time. She's going to take hers. Girl, bye. <laughs> like... Like, she's just so extra, so. Yeah, so then my next one, following up with the Carucci and Chris Brown, the the court hearing has been postponed, mm-hmm. and a future date is not in mind. I, 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 deep down, I, I still root for Chris, and I would hope that he's not still, like, threatening her or mm-hmm. stalking her, but on the other hand, if she's willing to go to court, she has to have some sort of proof that this could be going down. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what to believe, I guess. Because I want to root for him, yeah. I'm like, he wouldn't do that. But it's like, I don't know him. Right. Who I knows? believe he could. I believe he probably could, though. I, I want them to be adults and be able to settle it outside of the courtroom. And outside of the press. Just I, let it ride. Too. Yeah. So I, I'm hoping that they can do that, but only God knows where that's going in. So, um... Some new footage has been released, mm-hmm. you know, with the Mike Brown yep. situation. Yeah. Because they played the doc, a documentary at the Strange Sundays. Fruit. Yeah. Strange Fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that released a video that suggests that his altercation with the employees were a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. It wasn't what it was. Right. So, I mean, but can... Anything really be done at this point? Not really. No, but I mean, I guess it is. It is better to you know get a little bit more understanding for you know everything that happened because in these situations, unfortunately, you can sometimes when there isn't video of every single thing of you know throughout the altercation, you only can take the word of the people that were there and their stories could very well change you know in a matter of seconds. Like you don't know what they're gonna say, so. 
I guess actually seeing video is like it gives you cold facts of like you know there's hopefully they didn't edit it but like that's the truth you can see what's actually happening in video so I don't know I want to see it <coughs> so the clip no well I want to see the whole documentary but yeah inclusive of the clip I did see the clip earlier mm-hmm. it was weird mm. I mean it's, it's not all the way clear but it, it matches what they say yeah so um but anyway and then my last one it's just kind of a random one so Cordell Stewart, the ex-husband of Portia from mm-hmm. Housewives of Atlanta, wins this suit against Andrew Caldwell, the delivered guy. I'm delivered boy, mm-hmm. and he wins three million. I'm like, no reason I'm reporting is because it's like when this stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Come on, he does not have three million dollars. Right. Well, he had. We may have like if he has a house or anything like that. Okay, because that's something yeah. I'm like now how. Is that going to be awarded to him? Yeah. And the lawsuit was like defamation. That's what I was about to ask. So what was he actually suing He was for? suing because of defamation. He was saying that they were in a relationship, that they were secret uh. lovers. And he was saying that that wasn't true and that he was trying to ruin their marriage and get publicity. Mm-hmm. And that led to his divorce. So he mm-hmm. wanted damages and, you know, all this other stuff. Okay. Um. So he won. And I just wanted stuff like this where... Clearly, he he does not have three million. Right. Don't even have property that would amount to three million. I'm very sure of that. <laughs> and so it's just like, well, how does that work out? Yeah. It, it, so yeah, if he does have property, if he does have a vehicle, then that or you know, it's just going to come out of everything. Like, like any money that he makes from now, it will come out of that. So he would just be paying him like for the rest of his life, practically. Good grief. Good grief. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is this. Or they they could always like. I think, I don't know if they could do this after the decision has already been made, but like, if he can come up with half of it now, sometimes people would just be like, if you can give me half now, I'll just take that. Because they know they're never going to get, you know, the full amount. Even though I don't even think he can come up with half. Okay, I was about to say, I don't even think he would have half. I mean, I don't know his bank account, but I just, I don't think he would even have half. Mm -hmm. I feel like he did it honestly to make a point like mm-hmm. Cordell mm-hmm. so I don't I mean like does he really want money I think I would think it's probably more to prove that it's you can't do this to people you know what I mean yeah. but I don't know I just thought that was interesting it made me go well, how does that work because I know he don't have the money is he really looking for money or he was just really looking to shut him up and approve to the world that he was lying right I don't know anyway that was all I just wanted to follow up on stuff like that okay. I'm not going to say it's a quiet news week but I've been busy <laughs> So she hasn't had time to really be looking. Mm-hmm. All right. So, of course, you guys, you know, you're, we are sponsored by Audible now. So I just wanted to remind you, if you're ever tired of riding the car, listening to the same songs, or, you know, you've gotten through all of our episodes and you need something else to listen to, you can always subscribe to Audible using our, co- our link um, to get a free book and a 30-day trial. Um, you go to www.audibletrial.com slash goodgirlsbehaviorbadly. Or you can just go to our website and it's up in the um, menu bar. It says Audible Trial for a free book and th- free 30-day trial. So always remember, you don't have to listen to the same songs on the radio. If you have a long commute or anything like that, you can always listen to Audible. So our topic today. No. Oh, wait. We had a question, didn't we? Yes. Okay. So, we had a question. Oh, this actually was a really good question this week. 
I have to pull it up on Memento. Um, and so it was a would you rather question. Come on, phone. Of course it would move slow right now. Okay. Would you rather date someone with um, different political views but the same religion or date someone with a different religion but the same political views? Um, and so, of course, you know, we get answers from our listeners. You can always comment on our questions so that we can give you, a, like, a mini shout-out on the show. So, Lisa or Lessa underscore J said different religion, same political views. Um, more of me blog said different political but same religion, I reckon. Harder for marriage if different religions. Um, Jenny underscore rocks said different political views, same religion. With religion, they could connect and hopefully stay together through their faith. As long as they are outright disrespectful towards each other in politics, it can be worked around. Every couple won't agree on everything, but love can be built on sharing the same religious views. Um, Queets underscore Pete said different political views. I can deal with not agreeing on politics. We both got to love Jesus though. Amen. <laughs> Tony Law said can't have a house divided on religion. Not going to work. Reese around the world said I've always dated people with different religious views. I'm agnostic and don't find many people that are as well. Mid-century underscore mermaid said Muslim dating a Catholic with the same political views. Could never date anyone who didn't share my political views um, with religion as long as they follow the golden rule of do unto others. I am totally fine. Um, T underscore N underscore incense said different religion with same political views. I don't care who you worship as long as it doesn't impede on my freedom. If you don't believe that my life matters or that the system is built to obstruct others from advancing, then I can't get with that. And we asked our friends and um, I think it was kind of split between, Mm -hmm. yes, you would date someone for different religion with same political views. And then I was on the other side with, I would prefer to date someone with different political political views the same religion because mm-hmm. my mind i could not have a long-term relationship and marriage and family and we believe in two different things mm-hmm. and i do agree that a lot of religions are similar mm-hmm. however they're not the same mm-hmm. and if i think of how i want to lead my life god is a big part of it mm-hmm. and dating one of a different religion and having to be in a relationship possibly have children then it gets very murky with kids mm-hmm. like i I would prefer not. Because then my other thing is, political views and what capacity, one capacity, I don't know. Are mm-hmm. you an extreme conservative? Right, right. I don't know. Is it, I'm, you pro-gun and I'm anti? Is it a couple issues we don't vibe with? Or we're just totally, just opposite on everything? And right. I understand how that would cause an issue in a relationship. Yeah. Just as much as the religion. Yeah. But for me, I can't. I couldn't do the two different religions. Right. I couldn't. And so for me, I would prefer to have the same political views. Um, And this is barring like all extremes. So um, I'm not going to date a devil worshiper. Um, You wouldn't date like an atheist. No. I'm not. You have to have some spiritual something. Yeah. Some. And I think that's what it is to me is like 
and almost like identical to what one of our um someone that commented on our picture is that you know as long as we have the same base values because like you said a lot of different religions have the same base values and they just um worship in different ways i guess you could say and so i would rather have the same political views and then allow our children to choose if they want to identify with one of our religions or if they you know want a whole different religion on their own like that's fine too so i would prefer to have the same political value and if your kid chooses to not be spiritual at all would that and you can't make them but would that bother you a little bit no i don't think so because like I said, we raise you with certain values. Sometimes kids don't pick those up from their parents all the time anyways. So if they choose to have no religion at all, that's fine. That's on them because I want them to be able to have their own choice. Seeing how their parents, you know, led their lives and see how they lived and then make their decision on their own. Understood, yeah. but that's still coming from a place where you just say you're not trying to be with necessarily an atheist or a devil worshiper. If right. they were to come to you and say, I'm an atheist, not saying you won't love your kid, but right. would that make you feel like... I effed up? Yeah, probably. That's if, all I was saying. they were atheists, but I don't think... Well, atheist and lacking religion isn't the same thing. No, so it's not. Right. But I was just saying... Yeah. Just, if, they, if they turned out to be one of them extremes, yep, I got problems. Because that's what <laughs> I was saying. Because I understand you letting them choose, but they're like, no, nah, I don't want none of it. Well... Same rules. No, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, just... <laughs> Not Satan rules. And he don't, by the way. <laughs> I don't believe that. But, um, yeah, I would, I think I would be disappointed if they. That's what I'm saying. Not saying you won't love like him or. Worshiper. I was like, they, well, you know, what has the devil done for you? That but even made you they, worship And that's what I'm saying. Not saying you wouldn't love your kid. Would you feel some disappointment if they chose to not identify with anything, not to believe in anything, or there was an atheist. I think it's well, natural. If, I, if they chose not to believe in anything, I would not be disappointed because that's agnostic and that's fine with me. But choosing to be an atheist or like a devil worshiper, then I'd be like, uh, what I do wrong? Agnostic wouldn't work for me either. Mm-hmm. Not to believe in anything to me is just as bad as saying like... Well, I think... Well, I don't actually know all the details. But me I think, either, so... Yeah. Let's I think agnostic that right is now. that it's not that they don't believe in anything. It's that I, they don't believe wholly in, like, one religion. So they may identify with different parts of different religions. And, like, you know, we not about to just be start making up new religions up out here. So then they just identify as agnostic. Why are you looking like that? And what's the difference between that and people who say they're just spiritual? Where they believe in a higher being, but they don't identify with one particular like they believe I think that those they believe are actually in, very similar. That's what I say yeah. that seems like the same thing to yeah. me. But I'm not I don't know if so I'm gonna offend nobody. Yeah. But like, that sounds like the same thing to me. As long as they believe in a higher power, we cool. That's fine with me. But like atheists they don't even believe in a higher power. I'm just like, so what you thought like what you will be here for? Like so I guess they believe in maybe science. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I say there's science in with within. What oh we yeah, believe. there are but there you know, a lot of alignments. I think there's a lot of alignments in it. Yeah, but so. I ain't having no atheist debate. <laughs> Ooh, we should have an atheist on the show. That'd be interesting. <laughs> You're like, I'm not interested at all. I mean, if people want their perspective. I don't know how productive the conversation would be. I think it could be. I think as long as they're open, like you know, because. 
I hate when people of any religion is not open to at least discussing it because I feel like if you are strong in your beliefs, you should be fine with discussing your views because you never know whose mind you could change or who I, you could influence. And I agree. So I hate when people be like, oh, I'm not going to talk about it at all. I'm I, good. I agree, but in my dealings and conversation, I have not met a person of a different religion mm-hmm. who don't get testy in the conversation. Because oh, no, for me... Mm-hmm. It don't matter what you say, I still believe what I believe, yeah. and I don't get testy about it. Right, right. But I've been in conversations where they get testy, and I'm like, why are you so testy? Yeah, I have been in those, but I think I've been in more where the person is like, okay, I can understand why you think that. And so they're not necessarily changing their mind, but it's like they're open to have the conversation and not have to walk away, like, pissed off or anything like and that. And I guess I've had conversation with those who've been very... Just guarded. I guarded think. about it. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm like... It doesn't matter what anyone tells me. I believe in God. And that's what it is for me. Mm-hmm. Cause so, like, it doesn't matter. You know, like, the Jehovah's Witness sometimes, they'll come to your door. And if you pull out, you know... They don't want to talk to you. Nope. They I've had experience And I'm that. just like... So how are how do you feel like you're spreading goodness in what you're doing when you're not even willing to sit here and listen to what I have to say? You just beating me with... Do they, do they read the Bible? Because I, I was going to call them Bible beaters, but I don't know if they read. I do believe they read certain, they believe in certain parts of the okay, Bible. Okay, so they Bible. just Bible beaters. <laughs> I don't believe, they don't believe, like I believe if I'm correct, excuse me if I'm not, and if we do have a Jehovah Witness listener, mm-hmm. please tell us. Yeah. I believe, they believe in God, they believe in like this, you know, sin. I, I don't think they believe that. Um, there is a second coming. Mm. I don't know if that, I don't think they're really like in Christianity. It's, you know, yeah. a belief thought that, you know, yeah, the rapture will come and mm-hmm. go. And I also believe they believe it's like a certain amount of people. Yeah, gets I know to they go. They know it's a certain Everyone doesn't get to go yeah. type of thing. And yeah. where like Christians, that's not, it's not a certain number. It's right. Like, do you, you know what I mean? Do you believe, do you accept him yeah. type of thing? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know everything about it, mm-hmm. but I, I have been in conversation <clears throat> specifically and they've been the most testy mm-hmm. in my experience when we've talked about religion. Jehovah Witnesses have been the most like hostile yeah. in discussing and religion. And I think it's, I think it's like they're taught not to let anything else in them, which I can kind of understand, but I don't think discussing it if you don't agree it's not gonna get in your system it's not gonna mess up you know what you believe if you don't agree with it and so they just operate under the belief that like they don't want anything that's not of their beliefs in their system or even in their atmosphere um so what else like yeah that's fine people you know it's your life right um, and I also don't think that's realistic because there are even people within the same religion that believe different things because even like, for example, Christianity, I don't know how many denominations Christianity has. So it's like, even within each religion, there are people that still believe different things. So I feel like you always have to be willing to, you know, at least have a conversation or hear what they believe and then you can go on about your way. But I don't feel like there's a need to be tested, but I think we kind of got on a tangent, but it's cool. But so, yeah, that was our question of the week. Um, we will post it every Thursday, so you guys should look out for it next week and then potentially get a shout-out on the show. Um, so, now our topic for the day is our first. So, we're going to talk about our first and kind of discuss, 
you know, where we thought we'd be right now, how that's different and how it's sometimes better than what we thought um, we would be right now. So would, let's start with your first, do you remember your first car? I think we were talking about that earlier. You don't, you said you don't remember it. It was a, a I think a Chevrolet Prism, mm. I think. Okay. It was like bluish green. Mm-hmm. It was my mother's old car. She let me have it. Mm-hmm. And I actually had it before I even had a license. Yeah, I had my first car. So I was just waiting for it. Yeah. When I was able to drive, mm-hmm. that was my first car. Yeah. Um, my friend broke my door handle oh, on the yeah. right side. Oh, yeah. I that I was like, come on. <laughs> so then if you were a passenger in my car, you had to like roll the, and it, was, it wasn't automatic. Right. You had to roll the window down <laughs> and pop it from the outside. I was so irritated when he broke that. Yeah. Still in. <laughs> Still irritated. <laughs> So, my first car was a 2001 Nissan Pathfinder. It was white. And like Shanae, um, I had it before I even got my license. So, it was just like, you know, waiting for me. It wasn't a hand-me-down, but it was like from one of my dad's co-workers that was just trying to get rid of it. But it was a truck, so I like kind of fell into the position of being the friend that drives everywhere whenever we went on trips or even just went to another state or something like that, or even was just going anywhere because I had a truck, I had more space. So it was all like, oh, Sydney's truck, let's go. So um, I just felt like that. I could, that's when I fell into the position of being the, uh, I don't want to say designated driver because we definitely weren't drinking at that point, but essentially a designated driver because I had the most space in my vehicle. But I, I named him Mason Randall. I miss, I kind of missed the driving truck. I'm going to get a truck next, but... That was my first car, so let's see what else. Your first C. Do you remember what class you got your first C in? No. Oh, I do. It was uh, Japanese with Miss Shinazaki. Probably. <laughs> that lady. She um, drove me insane. Um, I don't know. I don't, um, I don't know. Probably my first C probably would be something in, like, middle school. Mm-hmm. It might have been Japanese or like math. I hate math. It was probably so- <laughs> actually I didn't get bad at math till high school. So um, probably Japanese because I wasn't bad in English either. Right. I didn't start sucking in life till college. To be completely honest with you, I think in like grade school, <laughs> the only C's I ever got was in freaking Japanese with Mishinazaki and physics. That was it. And those both of those teachers just sucked. It was not me. I'm convinced. <laughs> But, yeah, because in Japanese, we did good up until we eighth had grade. her in eighth grade because our favorite teacher left. But she was just terrible. So, what else? Let's see. Our first... Do you remember your first best friend? Yeah. Do you still um speak with your first best friend? Um, not, not on the regular. I think it's like maybe... Not actually, no. Like, not even... <laughs> it's like... Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like pictures on social media. Mm-hmm. We don't have communication. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we have mutual friends. So okay. it's like I somewhat know that on a high level, I think she's doing well mm-hmm. type of thing. Right, but right, right. No, we don't talk. Okay. I actually can't remember my first best friend name, to be completely honest. It was in like... 
pre-K. I can't remember her name. I just remember she was Japanese. I mean, not Japanese. She was Jamaican. Mm-hmm. It, but it was like... How great of a friend was she? You don't remember <laughs> her. I, well, I mean, because after I left that school, I never saw her again. How long were you there? Just for like two or three years. Because it was like a daycare and then a pre-K. And then I Oh, went. who cares, girl? Let's... <laughs> Move it to elementary school. So, my first, I think it was two best friends at the same time. It was Candace and Lindsay. Okay. Um, Candace, she was, I still talk to her. She was at my party this weekend. And Lindsay, I still speak with her. I, the last time I saw her was at her baby shower last year. She just had a baby and everything. So, um, I definitely speak to Candace more than I speak to Lindsay, but I am still in, you know, communication with both of them. Um, let's see. Our first. Hmm, first, you remember your first kiss? Um, yes, and it was in elementary school. Mm -hmm. Um, he was the love of my life. His name was (laughs) Devante. And, um, we were in the cafeteria, and I kissed him because I was a fast little (laughs) something in elementary school. Mm -mm. But he... Used to sing songs to me at lunch. Mm-mm. In fact, he used to sing that song "One Twelve Anywhere" to <laughs> me in elementary school. <laughs> he was also the first penis I saw because <laughs> he flashed me. Oh my at god! At lunch under the cafeteria. Lower Devonte. <laughs> Devonte. And then I think he left in like third grade or mm. fourth grade and like broke my heart <laughs> because he was like the love of my life from kindergarten. <laughs> All the way up to that point. <laughs> I actually remember I had a birthday party at Jeepers. Mm-hmm. And I remember Jeepers I got, used to be so lit. <laughs> and I remember I got upset because he was going in a playpen with some other girl. And mm-hmm. I was like, how dare he? It's my birthday. <laughs> how dare he go to the playpen with another girl? Oh my God. I'm his girl. Wow. That's that was hilarious. my first kiss. My first kiss actually was not until junior year of high school. Really? Yeah, it was my first, you know, you, she knows my first boyfriend, but he was my first kiss. I I did not kiss a man, you know, except for like family members or anything, up until that point. That was my first kiss. <clears throat> and yeah, it was like May of junior year. So it was like almost the end of junior year, honestly. So I was 17. Yeah, that was my first kiss. And it was, he was singing to me too. That's funny. But what was that song he was singing? Birthday sex. Yes. How do you? Why do you know that? That's so weird. I know you're alive. <laughs> yes, he was singing birthday six sex, which was you know I was a virgin at the time, so thinking of it probably inappropriate. But he was singing that to me. That was our first kiss. It was at someone's house we don't even talk to anymore. Um, Key Kenya Foster is that her name. Yes. Yeah, it was at her house. You put her whole name Oh, out. I sure did. Oops. Like. <laughs> it was at her house. Sheesh. She was having a, um, like a cookout, and that's how I met him. And, or no, I think I met him before. I don't remember, but I know we had our first kiss. Um, let's see, what else? Your I first... have one. What? I thought I just lost it. Your oh. first concert. Uh, Kurt Franklin, like, I used to, so, we used to go to all of those concerts, like, Kurt Franklin, 
Yolanda Adams, Ty Trivet, all of them. So, you know, those are my first concerts. <laughs> my first concert was Scream Tour 2, Bow Wow, B2K, <laughs> um, and somebody else. Mm-hmm. I was in love with Bow Wow. Mm-hmm. I was in love with B2K. We made signs. We made t-shirts. Uh-uh. It was the best first concert experience ever. <clears throat> we had great seats. And I went to concerts a lot as a kid up mm-hmm. until my teenage years. Mm-hmm. And my aunt and uncle would take turns taking all of my cousins. Because it was like, I guess they didn't want to all be subjected to it. So they took turns. <laughs> and they would take us. Mm-hmm. But my first concert was a Bow Wow concert. Okay. And it was a great show. Okay. okay. I was going to ask um, your first crush, but that kind of was part of your first kiss story. Well, yeah, Devonte was my first crush. She was my first love of my life. I loved him, and I was so sad when he moved. Like I'm always, and then the worst part is, do you I, remember his last name? You should no, because oh. I've always, I do not remember his last name, and I wish I did because I just because I don't remember what he looked books? like. In elementary school? No, we did. So like, we don't have yearbooks, but like, I have pictures of him, and he's in pictures of like, it's, he's in my childhood, Damn, and I wish. Him. I had his last name just to see what he looked like today. I was about to say, yeah, he could be fun. <laughs> I mean, when he was a kid, I thought he was cute. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We gotta, we gotta find him. We gotta do some like catfish. For Not really, because Devonte is like really is common enough. I, but that's why I said a black guy named Devonte. I say reverse image search, so we could use his picture and try to find him. It's a baby. He's like eight. We can still or try. Don't give up hope. No, I'm over it. It's oh not that God. deep. It was just a wonder where he is right now. Yeah. Does he feel like, yeah, I was in love with this girl, Shanae. It's more <laughs> of that type of thing. thing. That's all it is. It's funny. Okay. Maybe one day, you know, when we pop in, he'll listen. And he could be me. listening right now. He could be. Hey, Devontae. Um, so my first crush was this guy named Trent that went to elementary school with me. I'm pretty sure he was like, you know how you like had a boyfriend or whatever at elementary school, but I'm pretty sure he was me and my best friend at the time's boyfriend, uh, <laughs> unknowingly. Um, and yeah, I actually ran into him like maybe a year ago because I hadn't, I didn't know what he did with his life. And I ran into him. He was working at like uh, BJ's or something like that. And we ran into each other and caught up real quick. But that was my little crush back then. I used to write about him in my diary. I wanted our stories. To, like I wanted us to be like loving basketball. Oh, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> that was my dream. And then I... For a long time, to be clear. <laughs> that or brown sugar. Yes. She wanted her love life to be... One of those. One of those movies. And my mom ruined it. Because, I mean, that was my crush all elementary school. And, like, we used to talk on the phone all the time. And we were all supposed to go to Deer Park together. And my mom would not let me go to Deer Park. She made me go to Suburb. And let's be clear. <laughs> and what would have happened if you went to Deer Park? You wouldn't have known all these amazing people. Yeah, absolutely right. Your life could have been totally different. Yeah, absolutely right. So it worked out in the end. <laughs> but yeah, she wouldn't let me go to our like zone school. Because Subric was better, to be clear. <laughs> and and that's where he went. So, um, after fifth grade graduation, we lost touch. And apparently his little sister went to college with me, but I don't even remember her name or how she looked, so When was the first time you cut class? 
I got suspended the first time I cut class. In middle school, we skipped band. Um, Was that 7th or 8th grade? It was 8th grade, matter of fact. It was 8th grade. Our bus was late. And so we were going to be late to class. And so like five or six of us decided to all skip band together. That was our first period. And so we went to the auditorium and just hung out in the auditorium until second period. Um, and we got caught and got suspended. <laughs> so that was my first time skipping class. Terrible. <laughs> I feel like the first time I actually skipped class was like senior year of high school. Oh, I never yeah. skipped. <laughs> but once we got to senior year, after I accept, after I got into college and accepted the offer, mm-hmm. I was skipping all the time. <laughs> Either I would have my mother write me a note, I would tell her I was sick, mm-hmm. or I would pretend to be getting ready, and when she left, get back in the bed, <laughs> and I wouldn't go to class. It was so easy so, to skip senior year, because we got out of school at 10.30. So I didn't so. see a point some days. I'm yeah. only going for three hours. So, um, so yeah, I would like skip, mm-hmm. and I did it a decent enough time in high school not that much because we can only skip so much at the school we went to yeah so for the other half i had my mother write me notes <laughs> that's funny so i don't think that. i skipped senior year only because we, we went to work straight after school so it's like we got out of school at 10 30 we had to be to work at 11 so it's like i just didn't want to miss out on money i guess so i didn't really skip that much I didn't mean, skip work. I skipped school. I know, but you didn't go to work straight after at ten thirty. You went to work later in the day. You could have skipped school if you wanted to and just went straight to work. Mm-mm. How they would know? Yeah, they were in contact with them. And, like if we didn't go to school, we couldn't go to work. Oh uh, well, I guess my my work study was kind of bootleg anyway. <laughs> they didn't they didn't pay attention to me. Yeah. Granted, I was already working there before, so that's part of it. Yeah, and all I did was have my manager sign the paperwork. Right. He was not keeping track of whether I was in school or not. Right. It was just, are you coming to work or not? Mm. So that's probably more of it as well. Mm. He didn't care about my work. <laughs> are you coming to work or no? Right. And there was times where I didn't go to school or work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good time. <laughs> um, let's see. What else? Your first. You remember your first like time dyeing your hair? What color it was? Um, I think the first time was highlights. Okay. And my hair has been probably like 30 different colors. <laughs> um, it was probably highlights, and then I think it was like burgundy, and then the <coughs> time my hair was pink. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It was that. fuchsia, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Then at one point in time, my hair was blue. Mm-hmm. I've had green hair. Yep. On purpose. Yep. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of different, now I'm an adult, and I can't do all the things that you cut your hair all different ways. I would cut my hair all the yeah. time. Like high school, I did a lot of stuff with my hair because it's expressive. And now I still do it. I just do it with wigs. <laughs> right. Because I'm always like changing my look. So I didn't, I, my first color was blonde, but it was just like two big streaks on the side. And it wasn't until senior year because my mother didn't let me do anything to my hair up until that point. But um, my first color was blonde. And, you know, I, I kind of stuck with blonde for a moment, uh, for a minute. Even when I, like, went natural, I still did blonde. And then last year I did red and now I'm purple. But those are the only colors that I've ever had because my parents were, you know, kind of strict back then. Uh, let's see, what else? Your first... Who was your first 
Sorry, I have this nice list of first. Oh, okay, what's up? What, what we got? This was sad. When was the first time you let a friend down? That's what I was reading. Let I was a like, friend down. Let a friend down. Oh, I don't know. Somebody let me I'm know. The, I actually do remember. That's funny. With who? Is this guy named Sean in um, elementary school? Was it? Yeah, elementary school. Um, but I, I, I let him down, and that was actually doing the right thing. So we like had cheated on this like puzzle for school, and this other guy saw us and he snitched on us and so the teacher pulled us to the side and asked us one-on-one and so I told the truth and he didn't and so I guess I let him down he was pissed but um so like the only punishment was like we didn't go get to play a recess that day (laughs) we had to stand on the wall and then like when the group that did win the puzzle which I was mad because my group won the puzzle of course karma um like we didn't get to get the snacks that they got and such a cool world. <laughs> I know. But that was the first time I think I let a friend down. Do you remember yours? No, I don't. <laughs> That's what I said. Somebody tell me when I let them down. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Um if I did, sorry. <laughs> but I don't remember. I don't I don't remember. I can say I remember the first time a friend let me down. That mm-hmm. was in like elementary school, but like I don't remember the first time I let them down. Okay. Who was your first love? Uh, well, you know, at this point it doesn't, I don't think it was love, but. So then it don't count. Well, then I don't know. You feel like you haven't loved anyone yet? I think I loved my first boyfriend, but it wasn't the love that I thought it was, if that makes sense. I think I had love for him. Um. Have you ever been in love? Yeah. Wouldn't that be your first love? And I said, I think it was my first boyfriend. You were in love with him? Yes. Hell no. I don't believe that. (laughs) I don't believe that. Maybe so. I'm sorry. (laughs) But you just said you weren't sure, so maybe I'm not wrong. Because I think that was the amount of in love I could be at that point in time. I think what in love is has grown since then. You always trying to (laughs) expand a question. No, I answered it. You just didn't like the answer. No, because the thing is, to me... And I, I believe this. There is no, to me, mm-hmm. there was as much as I could love the person. That, no, it's that you had, because to me, oh, I'm trying to get this out. I can't describe it. I think you know when you're in love, period. And mm-hmm. if you have to doubt it, you weren't in love. Doesn't mean you didn't love the person. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you didn't have deep feelings for the person. Mm-hmm. But I guess in my perspective, in my opinion, I feel like when you're genuinely in love with someone, you know mm-hmm. that you were in love with him. And if you have doubt, you probably weren't in love with him. That doesn't mean you didn't love him a lot. You may have still... Because I do think there's a difference between loving someone and being in love with someone. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you may have really loved him, but you weren't in love with him necessarily. So I feel like if you feel like you have to doubt it... And maybe I'll be clear. We'll just say your first love. We won't say the first time you were in love. Mm-hmm. And then that would be him. Well, no. I still think I was in love with him. I think there is doubt in love. I disagree with that. I don't. <laughs> I think there's doubt maybe on the journey, but when you're in love with someone, you know. And if you have to doubt being in love with someone, mm-hmm. you weren't in love with them. There's doubt maybe as you gather your feelings like, oh, I'm, I'm falling for this person. I'm mm-hmm. feel nervous. I don't know, whatever. But the same way when people be like, how do you know someone's the one? They don't sit up here and say, 
um, I know they're the one and just say, I, I, I don't know. They know. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe going up into that moment, they had their doubts. When they had that moment of, I know, they know. And mm-hmm. there's no doubting it. That's how I equate it with love. Because mm-hmm. you know when you know. And you don't doubt love. You doubt people's actions and intentions. But the love to me is pure. You don't. Love That's isn't true. what breaks people up in the first place. That's facts. It's all the other stuff. Right. So I feel like if you're doubting the love part, you may not been in love. Right. That's, I, I guess that's what I I mean. understand what you're saying, but I still pick him. I still think it was him. That's fine. <laughs> How about you? Uh, my first love is probably the only love. Mm-hmm. It's so pathetic. Not that's pathetic. not pathetic. Because it's just one. I don't have multiple loves. And, but, you know, what's funny is that's what I always wanted. Because, you know, like we said before, I wanted the kind of love and hip-hop or brown sugar story. Where and I did not. Yeah, we wanted opposite things. And it, we got <laughs> what each other wanted. wanted. Yeah. But I wanted the whole... I, you wanted a high school sweetheart. Yeah, I did, I did. I did. I wanted to only be with one person my whole life. I wanted all of that. Um, and that's just not, you know, how it turned out. But um, I don't think that's pathetic. It, I just, not pathetic. I think it's boring. I think it's poetic, actually. I mean, people love it. They think it's cute. They, yeah. Whatever. But I'll say, my first love is the only person that I genuinely love and was in, in love with. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. And that was a big chunk of my life. Right. And sometimes it still is, <laughs> to be clear. So, so to piggyback off that one, your first breakup. The, the first time? <laughs> I knew you was going to say that. Who, who, how it was your first breakup? So, I'm going to say this. <laughs> we, it was senior year of high school, and we couldn't see each other that often. Like, it was so busy. We were so busy. Mm-hmm. And I kept complaining. I'm like, you never make time for me. Mm-hmm. You're always like, we never had time to spend with each other. The five seconds in the hallway was not enough for me. <laughs> and so, um, we were supposed to go out. We were supposed to go out to a movie. Mm-hmm. And the start of this was Sydney. I invited Sydney to our guests, our date. Mm-hmm. When I look back on it, my how the tables turned. Because <laughs> I used to do that to her later on, and she would always complain. I would. <laughs> but at the time, you didn't care. No, I didn't. Because you, they were both my friends. Like I, her first love, I actually knew before I knew her. So, so right, going out with them, it didn't seem like third wheel. It seemed like I was out with my friends. And for me. Who she was with was not my friend, so it was a third real situation. <laughs> but anyway, we were supposed to go out, just me and him, and I invited Sydney to tag along, and I shouldn't have done that because after I complained so much about not spending time with him to bring somebody on a situation mm. on our date, started this whole thing. I can and understand when that. Actually. I look back on it, I absolutely was wrong yeah. when I said Sydney come. I should have yeah. been like no, it's just going to be us to, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what started it. And I just remember us being on the phone, going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And he was mad about it. And I understand now, look, yeah. 10 years later. No. Right, it all makes sense. But I understood it after the fact that that was wrong. Right. And that's what started. We didn't have enough time for each other. And then we just was like, forget it. So, I so think. It wasn't, I don't, and I don't even think it was like angry. We both just was like, just forget it. It's too much. Right. I think my first breakup was like, very gradual. Like, he knew he wanted to break up with me, but, you know, what else? Um, so, I, it started at homecoming because our school did not allow you to bring outside dates for homecoming. 
but his school did. So when I went to homecoming and didn't invite him, and he didn't comprehend that I couldn't bring outside people, he felt offended. So um, he was upset that whole weekend because, of course, I'm with my friends a senior year. And I felt like we got in a fight every Friday, to be completely honest, because it was like a battle between being with my friends, who I always wanted to be with because it was senior year, like this is our time to spend buttloads of time together, and being with him. And all my friends didn't necessarily like him, so I did try many times, many, many times. Did any of your friends like him? No shade. Did anyone (laughs) like him? I don't think so, no. Okay. That's what I thought. I just... So, I did try many times to, like, have all of us together. But you did. it never yes, you quite did. worked. You did try. Um, so, it, like, after homecoming, um, then it was, like, his birthday. And I spent, like, $150 on this man. That's a lot. Especially in high school, yeah. I spent so much money on him. And then the very next week, um, he was, like, he went to my MySpace page. So high school. Um, and he was like, can you take my picture off your page? I was like, um, okay. He was like, my homeboy found your MySpace and he's seen my picture on your page is your boob. I was just like, okay. So I took the picture down and then after we got the phone, he texted me that he wanted to break up. And I was just like, so one, it was rude because we was on the phone talking about taking the picture down. You could have just broke up with me then. Two, he knew he, cause I asked him later on. He knew he wanted to break up with me before his birthday. That's so. Funny. And let me spend all that money on him, and I got a speeding ticket that weekend, so it was actually more than one fifty. Um, and then he broke up with me through text. So that was my first breakup. Cruel world. Yeah. That was harsh. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> but like we actually hung out, I think a couple of times after that. But I think at that point I was over it. Because, like, his birthday was in November. And we hung out. I remember it was, like, Martin Luther King weekend because we were off of school. So, I think we went to a skateworks party that weekend. <laughs> and at that, because I remember I dropped him off somewhere. He got the car. He was like, I love you. I was like, bye. <laughs> and he was like, you're not going to say that? I was like, oh, whoops. But, like, I didn't, it didn't even, first of all, I didn't even register that he said it. But, second of all, I was like, we've been broken up for, like, two months now. No. <laughs> and so, I think I was over it at that point. And so, it was next. And, like, a couple, well, no, like, a year later, he had a baby. <laughs> so, yeah. That was my first breakup. Let's see. What else? Your first feel up. No, just play. Shoot. That was a summer camp. <laughs> Was no, it? actually, it was at summer camp. One of these summer camps. Um, Parents, be watch with summer camp. You see your kids too. They being nasty. <laughs> when was your first feel up? <laughs> <laughs> My first feel up was in like uh, high school. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we'll say the first in depth feel up was in the movie. Okay. But I've been I was felt up previously, but the first like skin the skin feel up, mm-hmm. finger pop, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the okay. That was in like well, yeah, it wasn't no school. finger popping in camp. It was just like a feel, <laughs> like it was like a rub. <laughs> I'm just you know I was just that first finger pop was with my first boyfriend actually. Yeah, I and I never really liked it. I did that, but it depends. But now, like, it, like when it first, I think when first of all, when I'm when that's the first thing up your hoot, yeah. it was just like, 
Um, okay. Right. And I think at first it was just like, well, shoot, what does sex feel like? Because this feels That's, great. Oh, like, my gosh. But for me, it was like, okay, suck up my vagina. It's like, it's a little tight. It made me more nervous for sex, personally. I was mm. like, that's going to blow me out the water. Yeah. It is funny how, like, the small things used to just get us off. Because <laughs> it was like we had never experienced anything. So it was like a little rub. And you was like, oh, this is amazing. But sometimes I wish you would go back to that because now it's so complicated. It is. It takes yeah. so much more to It takes so much more to satisfy me. <laughs> a little rub just won't do now. It won't. Lord. I'm just saying it won't. Mm-mm-mm. A little rub won't do for me. <laughs> um, What was your first... Did you get your ears pierced when you was like a baby? Mm-hmm. So now I won't ask that because you will fire the ears pierced when you're babies. Your first tattoo. Um, I was like 18. My mother just asked me if she said I wait till I was 18. She paid for it. And mm-hmm. she did. Uh-huh. So I waited till I was 18. Mm-hmm. I actually have the whole video of that. Still. And we went... And I and I got my first tattoo. And she's actually there for my second one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mother has tattoos. Yeah, a lot of people in my family have them, so it's not a big deal for any of us to get them. Right, it's yeah. not a big deal. I still don't have one, y'all. I because in my house, no one has tattoos. You know, it's not an okay thing at this point. I could get one if I wanted one, but like growing up, that was a huge no no. And now, you know, I'm just waiting until I'm not fat no more so that, you know, it's not, like, a shrunken anything. <laughs> I, well, I think, one, it would depend on where you get it. Well, yeah, it's because of where I want. I want it on my side. So, like, well, right now I got rolls, and so it would just be too much. So, yeah. <laughs> Soon comes. <laughs> um, so, let's see. What else? Your first... Your first car accident. Man, I've never really been in a car accident. I guess when I hit that lady's bumper by Sorrento's. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I remember that. That wasn't really an accident, though. But it really wasn't. <laughs> but that'd be my first, like, I've never really been in a car accident. Yeah. I tapped the lady's bumper. Mm-hmm. Um, What was I doing? I was on the phone. Mm-hmm. I was, like, 16. Mm-hmm. And that was it. So, like, my insurance didn't even rise off of it. That's why I say it don't count. It didn't really even do it. Well, yeah, I, I guess my first one didn't really count either. It was just, like, um, it was actually when I was, like, 22. But I was trying to park in this parking garage, and the spots were, like, so tiny. And I uh, scratched up against the bumper next to it. But I left my information and everything, and they never hit me up. So, well, that's not really a card. <laughs> then the second one was... Uh, when I was 23, it was the morning of graduation. My neighbor backed into my car. <laughs> and, yeah, like, my bumper is still messed up from that. Oh, dang. Because he didn't have a valid driver's license, no valid insurance. Oh, my gosh. Nothing. So, yeah, my bumper is still cracked, thanks to you, sir, on the morning of graduation. Bumping into my car. And, like, I was honking my horn so loud, but he clearly wasn't listening. And he had, like, a big pickup truck. And since Jeez. I drive a car now, it was like, it cracked my bumper so easily. But yeah, that was my first accident. Let's see. What other first? You have any more? No, they're all boring. Like what? It's like, when's the first time you stood up to someone? When's the oh, first time? Yeah. 
when the first time you hit somebody. I'm like, what? Who even? Oh, I do remember my first fight. I used to fight a lot, though, actually, when I was younger. Oh, who cares? Like, why is... I mean, go ahead. We're we <laughs> no, talking about fine. it. But... What was your first fight? I don't know. <laughs> but no, the standing up to people made me think about college. Shanae gave me this... What was it? How to grow some balls <laughs> list. I did. It was like a lesson. Because I was always like, I let people take advantage of me, basically. And I still feel like her balls aren't quite big enough. I feel like they have dropped. However, (laughs) they are a lot larger. (laughs) She does speak up. Mm -hmm. I still don't think it's enough. Lower it. But she, in college, it was like nothing. Mm -hmm. She wasn't saying anything. And it was frustrating to watch. Because it was like, (laughs) tell them no or Mm -hmm. tell them stop. So I did give her a lecture on how to be more assertive. Cause my thing is, I think people don't understand that I am a I'm an alpha female, mm-hmm. and I claim it. I have no problem with it, and I'm assertive, and I have no problem with it. Right. And there's nothing wrong with being assertive, and there's a difference between being assertive and aggressive. Right. Yeah. And so even at times I'm aggressive, I own up to that too because I wanted to be. I'm not out of control. Right. I wanted to say that to you, mm-hmm. and I wanted you to be that way. Right. But I'm. I don't think there's anything wrong. With being assertive or telling people no or telling people how you feel. Mm -hmm. And I felt like a younger Sydney, she just, I think she's really nice Mm -hmm. and she still is. And Mm -hmm. she gave people the benefit of the doubt way more than I ever would. Mm -hmm. And I think people took advantage of her kindness. That's all it was. Right. And she just needed to tell people no more often. Yeah, I I feel like I tell people no plenty now. I don't know. Maybe I don't see it. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe because I just don't see it as often. Yeah. I do think you're not, you're totally not as, you were a little bit more passive because you just didn't. I was very passive. And you're yeah. totally not like that anymore. But right. I feel like, I guess I don't see you in action. We'll put it that way. Okay. Because I'll say, I didn't take advantage of Sydney. Right. I didn't take advantage of her kindness. Mm-hmm. So for me, it, she never, I don't think I was ever a person she needed to like stand, stand up, up to. to yeah. Because I didn't go there with her. Right. I don't like taking advantage of people in any way, but yeah, so. Okay. I don't know. I feel like I've always been yelling at people, so I couldn't even tell you the first time I yelled at somebody. (laughs) I was probably like four. (laughs) Do you remember your first, like, sprain or break or anything like that? I've never sprained anything, never broken anything. You had on wood. I could have swore you had. Like your ankle or something. I've twisted my, I mean, I guess that. I know, I thought it was like, I, th- I for some reason, I feel like I remember you on crutches. I have never been on crutches. Huh. Hmm, that's funny. But yeah, I've never broken or sprained or twisted anything either. I've I always, never... when I was actually like really, really young, I always wanted to cast, so I wanted to, but I never did. Because I wanted like, my friends to sign in. I never know? wanted a cast. <laughs> and then like, I wanted crutches, because you got a class early and got to go to your next class early. But you know, at this point, and, like stuff like that just inconvenient. <laughs> like I think it inconvenienced you then too, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've never, I'm thankful for that. Um, I think the most, I've never even, I've been trying to even think, I haven't even been like in a hospital, admitted to a hospital. I mean, I, when I was younger, I fell and I had a concussion and I went to the emergency room. Mm. That was it. Same as Then in here, college, um, the people upstairs made too much damn oh, noise. Yes. And I cut my hand mm. on an old, like rusty 
broom and mm-hmm. it was like wouldn't stop bleeding and we mm-hmm. had to go yeah. to like the emergency like center yeah and they had to get a tetanus shot mm-hmm. and i wasn't happy and i went upstairs and told them about it right and that kept them quiet until we left <laughs> i think once they realized oh dang yeah. the noise has caused us to hurt herself yeah. after that they actually were quiet mm-hmm. which that's what it took my hand getting cut <laughs> and i still have the mark it hasn't healed all the way and it probably never will right you can see it on my hand um, i was so pissed off that mm-hmm. night yeah that was i remember that like oh my it was gosh yesterday. my hand started hurting <laughs> thinking about my it my freaking hand would not stop bleeding yeah. and a chunk of my hand was was out yeah we had yeah. to like Bandage the chunk and back like in wrap her hand. and wrap my hand so it would stop bleeding. Lord, it was a mess. But then we didn't even go straight to the emergency room because no, because I'm we a had thug. like this leaner, leadership training. Because it wasn't that like it hurt, but I was like, this is fine. And then later we looked at it and it was like maybe we should have <laughs> went to the the hospital because it didn't look fine after right. a couple of hours. Right. And the doctor said if I would have came in early, I would have had to get stitches. Right. But, but it was too late to get It was stitches. too late to get stitches, yeah. so it had, you know, they did something else. But anyway, I've been, luckily, I haven't been in hospitals for myself. And yeah. I haven't really been in hospitals because of harm for family and friends either. I've just been blessed. Same, same. So... Same. I think those are all the four first that I had listed. What was your first orgasm? No, we're going to a turn here. Same first boyfriend. Same. Really? Yeah. When? Whenever we had sex. No, but I feel like I feel like it took me a minute. Oh yeah, it was like after a couple of times. Oh, I yeah. want to say it, took it wasn't me... like the first time. Oh, okay, because I was like, it, I feel like it took me a minute, but I also feel like I had to learn about my body too definitely and learn what i what liked. i like yeah and then after that you know yeah because like he was not i was not his first and so i it was like we had to get to the point where it's like look because i know you already know what you like but i don't know what i like so don't put what you like on me you know whatever so um but we eventually got there yeah I I think we were we were deflowering each other. <laughs> Another like roll my eyes type of story. Mm-hmm. So we had to just figure it all out. Okay, I think that's beautiful. Oh my god, I think it's corny. <laughs> it's so hallmark. <laughs> my love stories of my life are so like lifetime. Mm-hmm. And once again, that's what Sydney wanted. It is. That's not what I saw for myself. Right. Um, but I feel like everything I've wanted, I've accomplished in some form or fashion. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not the time was off or maybe it happened a different way, but the end goal was the same. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing, I didn't I didn't think I'd still be fat. I'll put that out there. Well, yeah, Lord Jesus, I hoped that I was going to be skinny by now. Lord, I but... thought I was going to crack that egg. I thought I was going <laughs> to figure that out. I'm still working on it. I'm going to figure it out. we're going to get there. But, and the only other thing was, I think at this age, I did think I wouldn't still be at home. Mm-hmm. However, same. at the same time, when, when I was younger, I wasn't thinking about owning anything either. I just right. wanted to be out. Yeah. So I'm at this mindset where I want a home and I want to get my financial place in a certain way before I purchase my first piece of property. Right. So it's just different. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I think at this point, actually, I thought I was going to be married. I never thought that. 
because because I wanted you know the high school sweetheart kind of thing. At this point, we would have been together for years. So, and my mom, she got married when she was twenty four, and I always wanted to do the same thing. So at this point, I thought I was going to be married with a man, not kids yet, because I want. I basically want to do it like exactly how my parents did it. So my mom was twenty four when they got married, but she didn't have a child till she was twenty six. So. <clears throat> I planned on being married right now. I don't think when I was younger, I thought about, like, specific career goals. Like, I knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't have, like, career goals. But I just knew I wanted to be married by now. But I'm good not being married right now. I definitely knew my career goals straight off the bat. Mm-hmm. I know what I wanted to do for such a long time. Mm-hmm. So that's not where... And, like, even with the when I was younger, like, at this point, I did think I would be... In like a more a, like a stable relationship on a pathway to marriage, mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like a bummer, right? To an extent, but not really. Mm-hmm. I guess I feel like as a young person, my plans are somewhat happen or still intact. Okay, I think as a young person, you don't know the emotional, mm-hmm. mental changes that happen within you mm-hmm. as you're growing older right, right. Yeah. especially in your 20s right and i think because you can't account for that because that within itself shifts a lot of stuff it does yeah because what you want changes mm-hmm. who you are changes yeah. who you want to be around changes and you can't account for that when you're 18 and you feel like you know who you are like right. you absolutely don't know who you are right. and know how you're gonna want your life i think that's just a part of life that no one knows. Cause even now I can acknowledge that even what I want for myself in two years could change because I could change and in six months, not want that anymore. That's so true. Yeah. And that happens. I think that's something that a teenager, a young person, you won't get until you're in it. Right. But I just think things change so quickly mm-hmm. and in a span of a year, so much can happen. Mm-hmm. So I feel like now I'm more of this is what I would like to happen, but I'm open to the fact that one it may not happen, or two I may not even want it to happen, and I may turn out wanting something else. Oh, yeah, and I feel like my chains are completely different. My plans are completely different from what actually happened. Like I said, one I was gonna supposed to be married. <clears throat> I was supposed to be living like somewhere across the country on the beach, like. <laughs> And I, I didn't, I like wanted to be successful. I had, I know I had monetary goals, but I didn't have like career goals because I think what I wanted to do in my life changed 50 million times. I wanted to be an actress. I I wanted to be a lawyer. I I wanted to be a graphic designer. I remember that. So it was like what I wanted career-wise has changed and I literally didn't even figure out what I really wanted to do in my career until about a year and a half ago. So um, that is definitely different from what I had initially planned. But all of the differences from what I planned are good differences. Like I'm glad that things happened the way they did. I'm good where I'm at right now and I'm happy with you know everything in my life right now. So I think that's all we have for our episode, speaking out about our first 
and the changes and what I we planned and what actually occurred. So thank you for listening to Good Girls Behaving Badly. Remember that we post blog throughout the week. We post our question. So you can always interact with us. You can always email us. If you have a situation and you want it to be anonymous, you can email us at goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. If you have any requests for show topics, you can always let us know. We're always open to hear your suggestions. So thank you always for listening to Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week. Also, I forgot one thing. Please rate us on um, iTunes. We need some ratings, some uh, comments, all that kind some of thing. Some nice ones. To be clear, I'll <laughs> say this. If it's not nice, I don't really want to hear it personally, but that's just me. So, yes, please, please, please go on iTunes and rate and comment. Please, please, please. We're, I'm not begging you, but I'm kind of begging you. But anyways, thank you. Speak to you next. Well, actually, we won't be speaking to you next week because as Shanae said, she's going on a trip for work. Um, So we're going to skip a little time, but you'll still have our blogs throughout the week and we'll be able to catch up with you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.